0: Here's an open and relational thought from Thomas J. Ord. I've lately been reading a new collection of essays called Nature in Process, edited by Andrew Davis, Maria Teresa Teixeira, and William Andrew Schwartz. This collection of about a dozen essays come primarily from a conference sponsored by the Center for Process Studies. I found Andrew Davis's chapter on the wilderness and a wild god especially appealing. In it, he draws upon the resources of panentheism to talk about the ecological crisis and how we might respond. He says that a better view of God is a God who is passable, who suffers, and this makes much more sense when dealing with big questions about ecology. Davis writes these words, The eco-theological ethic embedded in divine suffering is such that to alleviate the suffering of the environment is to alleviate the suffering of God. We can state it in even stronger fashion, says Davis. God is incapable of being relieved from suffering unless human beings act against the injustices perpetuated against the natural world. Far be it from religious believers to be passive in the face of divine suffering. Rather, divine suffering counters any notion of ecological passivity on theological grounds. It's a call for action, extending from divine protest. What's more, says Davis, for panentheism, ecological suffering can be viewed as the sacramental presence of this suffering God. To see the suffering of other creatures is also to see the suffering of the God imminent in them. This calls for a fundamental shift, says Davis, in the way we view the suffering of the natural world and its inhabitants. J. McDaniel says, for example, as we humans watch a starving pelican chick, we're watching God. For God is actually there, in the chick, suffering with it. Even as worldly creatures are imminent to God, God is imminent within them, says McDaniel. Davis concludes, The destruction of wildlife, the pollution of rivers and oceans, and the genuine disregard for ecology among many religious believers simply cannot hold when it is God who is suffering too. It may be, however, that one of the prime reasons many are suspicious of the notion of divine suffering is because they may think that suffering is all that a suffering God does. Certainly, if God is utterly debilitated in suffering, the value of a panentheistic vision seems dubious. The question remains whether God does something more than just suffer with the world. Davis goes on to talk about the omnipotentiality of divine love and that God really does act in a world that suffers. God not only is receiving and being influenced, but also acting, and calling creatures to respond. I invite you to check out this new collection of etches, Nature in Process. For more, see the Center for Open and Relational Theology or Dr. Ord's website, thomasjord.com. Please like and subscribe to Ord Shorts.